Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, can a spirit show up on a photo after it was taken? That's a question we ask today on Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. And it is 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. You can write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. And if you want to support the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. Two ways to do that, ghostpodcast.com. Or if you like Patreon, a lot of folks on there now to support programs you can go through patreon same content both places five bucks a month or you can do the yearly option now on both platforms both patreon and ghostpodcast.com have yearly options for you if you do that you get one month free and uh, you also uh, get uh, the ebook the audio book all the advanced content all the uh, archive of content all sorts of great stuff but save a little bit of money if you want to go for the yearly route, just as of uh, literally the recording uh, today on uh, August 18th, Patreon now offering annual membership. So if you're already there, you want to save a little bit, uh, you can do that and sign up for an annual membership. We greatly appreciate that support and helping to keep us on the air today. It's Tony and Carol Hughes joining you for Real Ghost Stories Online. How are you, Carol? Well, I'm good. That's so good. Here I was waiting for you to call. We always have a set time we do this. Mm-hmm. So I texted Tony. I'm like, what's up? Like, did, are we doing this tonight? Or did we, re- what, what, yeah. what? And Tony texts me back and he's like, I'm putting out fires. And I, I'm like, literally, you're putting out, you were literally putting out fires. <laughs> I'm on a farm and I'm literally putting out fires now. <laughs> when you sent me back that text, I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, 
putting out fires. Oh, you're literally putting yeah. out a fire. And it, it, it's not like it was out of control or like not expected. I, I had a bunch of brush to burn. So I uh, I started that about two hours ago. And I, I just, number one, I don't know what day it is anymore. because <laughs> I've lost track of days because I just do the same stuff every day. Uh, and, and I completely lost track of time. I knew we were recording tonight, but then I, I thought it was like only seven. So, uh, but that's the first time in my life that anyone's ever used that excuse with me. And it was literally what they were doing. Yeah. Because it normally means like you're trying to fix problems with people and shit that's going down. But no, it was literally a bonfire. Literally putting out a fire. Yeah. It's kind of fun. I don't know the last time I had a bonfire. Uh, It's probably been 15 years at least. Uh, But it was it was like, this is great. And all the space. And I'm not worried about it, like catching my house on fire or anything and just out in the field. And it was kind of fun. I'm like, I remember going to this and doing this stuff as a kid and loving it. And uh yeah, I think I'm going to enjoy more of that as fall comes around. We'd always burn leaves and things like that. It was always one of those things that really kind of got you into the fall mood was having fires and stuff outside. And um, I, I picked my uh, my all my pumpkins as well. My pumpkin plant, the, the vines kind of died or bugs got them, but got four pumpkins out of it. They're on our fireplace, on our hearth. And uh, so we're ready for fall. <laughs> Oh, Farmer Tony. Farmer Tony. And I have a dairy cow coming, uh, a Jersey cow Um, coming on Thursday. That's the crazy part. Yep. I'm going to start milking and making cheese as well. So we've, uh, you know, we pretty much since the pandemic started said, you know what? We're going to become self-sufficient and uh, we're not like hoarders or preppers or anything like that. We're just, we're kind of doing the homesteading thing and trying to be as self-sufficient as possible. And we're basic pioneer types. Yeah. You know, we're wearing pioneer clothing now, too. Every day we look like the kind of like the coloring books where you draw the pilgrims and, and color in their stuff. We are we are wearing pilgrim attire every day. People mistake us for Quakers when we go to Walmart. But, uh, you know, we're not. We're just pilgrims. We're, and we refer to ourselves as modern pilgrims. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the how. I saw you. I saw you and Jen and Harper at. I had a vision of you guys like all dressed up like in your Thanksgiving yeah. original costumes. Yep, it's just everyday attire now. <laughs> it's how we roll in 2020. Post some pictures. <laughs> because it's 2020 and anything is possible. Eight five five. 853-4802, our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. We would absolutely love to hear them. Uh, or you can write it at realghoststoriesonline.com. Let's go to our first letter. It says, can I start off by saying thank you for your podcasts? I've only discovered them very recently whilst t- uh, taking long early morning walks in solitude during COVID-19 lockdowns. I have two children ages two and four, so my morning walks are keeping me sane right now. They keep me entertained along the way, and as one of my routes takes me through a medieval church graveyard that have added to the atmosphere. I'm writing to you from England, specifically Milton Keynes, and I may have slaughtered the name of that town, I apologize, which was about an hour north of London. And my story takes place nearly 30 years ago when I was just nine years old. It was my last year of primary school. I don't know the American equivalent in the UK. You either attend third tier or second tier systems, depending on the area you live. I grew up in a three tier system where you leave primary school at nine years old and middle school at 12 before completing formal education in a secondary or upper school. 
in that final final year, we went on a class trip in the summer to an old Norman fort and castle called Mount Fidget Castle in Essex near London. The trip itself was uneventful. I have a few very faded memories of being on the couch and running up and down the large grass mounds, but little else from the day. I'd taken many photographs from the trip, which would likely have remained in albums had it not been for the fact that it was my last year and my first school and a significant moment in my young life. So some of the photographs of my friends on this trip were displayed on a cork pin board in my bedroom. In the beginning of the early 1990s, the photographs were taken and developed in the old-fashioned format. The camera roll needed to be finished before being taken to a shop to be developed and then printed over a week-long period. Yes, kids, that's how we used to do photos. In this day and age, I would imagine any abnormalities uh, in the images would have been picked up on instantly, but owing to the times and possibly my age, one particular image of my friend was pinned on a board for about a year without me ever noticing an extremely strange addition. I remember one evening, the image just catching my attention. I don't know why that is creepy that I could not see until that very moment. In the center of this photo stood a friend of mine, Laura, bookended by two other friends. If you look past Laura, the image is completely normal. Three smiling young friends all hugging each other as they pose for a photograph taken by me. But look closely at Laura in the center and it all gets very creepy. Laura is noticeably grimacing in pain. Her teeth are gritted and there are tears in her eyes. Her knuckle is white as she clutches a key ring at the bottom of the image. Over Laura's right shoulder is a hand. The hand is old and visibly disfigured, possibly with arthritis. It appears to be digging its fingers into the fleshy part of the shoulder, between the shoulder and the collarbone. The hand appears to be coming from behind Laura, yet nothing else is visible of the person, just this hand. It's clearly causing Laura a great deal of pain. So why do her friends all seem oblivious to this? Perhaps they had not noticed? One friend, Christine, is looking directly at her. Surely she would have noticed her friend's pain. Perhaps the image captured the moment just before they all noticed. However, I took a photograph and I had absolutely no memory of whatsoever of my friend being in distress. And as this event had only happened the previous year and memories were fresh, it would have been something you'd remember. I took a photograph to school the next day, to my middle school. It just so happened that all the girls in the picture had moved to the same school with me. I showed them the image. They were shocked, particularly Laura, who was the focus on the image. But not one of them could recall the event. Not one could remember the picture being taken. Laura being in pain. Nobody could work out who this hand belonged to. The hand was old, so it was not a student. Besides, the jumper of the hand is blue, and we all had red uniforms. It couldn't have been a teacher, as the hand was visibly deformed, and we all commented that we would have noticed this kind of deformity in our teachers or support staff, as children often do. And if a teacher had grabbed Laura in such a manner, we would have remembered it. The picture depicts somebody being physically assaulted, which is something that surely one of the four of us would have remembered, particularly the victim herself, but we could not recall anything. No one could recall the event, the picture being taken, or the owner of the hand. My dad worked for the council and was based in an office in a large event space, which had since been demolished. One of the regular annual events held there was a psychic fair, and my dad decided to take along the photograph to see if anyone could shed some light. He showed the picture to a couple of psychics that day, and they all confirmed that the hand belonged to an old woman who had an unpleasant streak. 
They felt great resentment and bitterness from her and stated that she was not a nice woman. She was stern, angry, and not to be messed with. That's all I know about the mystery hand. I trained to be an English and drama teacher in my mid-twenties, and this picture proved to be a great stimulus for original writing. After students had created a story around the image, I would tell them the original version just to spook them. I've always wondered what that woman wanted with my friend. Was it personal to Laura, or was it just the wrong place at the wrong time? Was she trying to make her presence felt? Most of all, why can none of us remember the photograph being taken? I'm still friends with one of the girls in the image, Christy, and we still talk about it to this day, hoping that one of us will trigger a buried memory of the other to unravel the mystery, but we never succeed. I plan to revisit Mount Fidget Castle one day. If lockdown ever ends, it's not that far away, and I'd be interested in finding out if the old lady reappears to say an unfriendly hello again. And if I manage to capture it this time, then and there, rather than a month later when the film has been developed. I've attached a copy of the photograph taken from the original. The quality is not great, but hopefully you see everything you need to. Thanks for reading and keeping me entertained during my long walks. Kelly, I don't think I have the photo readily available, but I'll take a look. What's your thoughts? You know, it's it's hard to tell. I mean... Because we've all been in a million pictures and you don't remember every picture you've been in. Mm -hmm. But the fact that. Oh, that's a creepy photo. (laughs) I don't want to see it right now because, you know, then I'll never sleep tonight. Yeah. But, But the fact that they don't remember the picture, I don't think is as strange as the picture itself. Yeah. Like the picture caught this really bizarro moment in like you see like this weathered creepy hand and like that's creepy to me it is not the hand of the girls that are there there's there's two girls this one is in the middle and the hand around her it is not because i mean the, the girls are like 10 11 12 somewhere in that range and this is clearly the hand of an older individual can you post it like or send it tomorrow because on, on the Facebook page or something. Yeah, I could probably do. Well, I'll have to ask permission. I don't know if they want it posted, but yeah, I um, I'm going to send it to you right now on your phone. No, <laughs> never sleep. To, I won't look at it. Okay, because it's creepy to me. It is. It's really weird, and it's a good photo. So I just sent it to you. Um, it's uh, yeah. This is one I, you know, if I do another episode of seeing ghosts sometimes in the future, I will definitely use this one because it's, and she's in distress. It's like, why, you know, it looks like there's a hand kind of pulling her back. It is bizarre. Are you looking at it yet? I don't have it yet. Okay. Which is bizarre. Maybe the old woman doesn't want you to have it yet. Because she's like, well, I'd like for her to sleep tonight. Said it sent. I sent it to you on your phone uh, on a text message. Yeah, and maybe she only likes to scare small children. Yeah. (laughs) She's not trying to scare you. And you know, I mean, I could see like a a picture being taken at a moment where you're like, ow, what was that? Yeah. I mean, that weird things happen to everybody. Mm -hmm. I still 
still haven't gotten it yet. Um, so, but then to actually see it mm-hmm. in a picture, it's uh, it's bizarre. What what came to mind when I, you know, was kind of reading over the story a little bit initially. I didn't hear the whole thing, but I just heard about you know something showing up in a picture or being seen in a picture. Um, you know, a, a great deal of time later, I was thinking of Back to the Future, where you know the the people kind of disappear and, and all that. And but this is interesting. It, it, the fact that she didn't, it's so evident. This photo really is where I don't know why she, you know you wouldn't have noticed it when you first put the picture up when you get your film developed and you go through your pictures and did you send it to like carol burnett or something like that? no i literally it's in the same string of texts from uh, when, when you texted me earlier you tonight putting out fires when i was putting out fires yep yeah i have not gotten it i don't know mm. Mm. Uh, yeah oh, great now you know what's gonna happen 3 a.m ding you're gonna get a text <laughs> up 3 a.m. is going to be this creepy picture, <laughs> which is the time my dog likes to get up nowadays. Yep. And it'll happen at the exact same moment. That's what you have to look forward to later tonight. Yes, I still don't have it. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll see if it comes through by the end of this podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering why it's not. It's kind of, that's weird. I'll try and send it through Facebook here in a moment during the next story. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. With us. Uh, bring up Facebook and I'll send it to you there and I'll get your thought on it after. Uh, here is another caller. Hi, let's hear your ghost story. Hello, um, I heard you guys on the podcast. Um, funny enough, while I was happening in the shower, and I was like, well, I've never told my story, so let me just give it a shot. So my name is Mario. Um, I live in Joliet, Illinois. For as long as I could remember, um, I've always had paranormal things happen to me. Um, I've always been very open-minded with just the whole world in general but this story takes place this story that i have i have really really many of them um but this one particular is when it kicked off a lot of stuff um the year was 2015 it was on a tuesday morning and i had braces i remember that day because i went late for i was a senior in high school and i was going in late for an appointment for my orthodontist and I woke up with the sound of my little brother slamming the door in the front, which indicated that I'm the only one in the house because all my other family, they go to work at five or six. So the minute I hear a door slam, that's my brother going to junior high and getting ready to go on the bus. So at that time, we just, um, my cousin gave us a dog um, that they brought from California and it was, you know, adjusting to the house. So it was kind of wild at first, but it started getting tamed the minute we started um, giving the dog love. Um, I was still not connecting with the dog yet. It was still like an animal to me. I didn't have that dog affection yet until this story. <laughs> so I woke up and I got up. I went to the bathroom. Um, it was a normal day. And I came back to my bathroom. The bathroom was right next to me. And um, I closed the door, but it was like a little tiny gap um that was just split open and i and i just you know went back to bed 
And I laid for a couple of minutes just to get my morning ready. And I was just thinking to myself, all right, you know, I'm, let me rest for a bit. And then I get ready to go to my appointment. And then all of a sudden, like I heard like pipes. They just it's like a whole bunch of pipes on the in the basement um, as if they like as if they fell. And I questioned it. But then I was like, you know what? This house is was I mean, when I looked up this house, it said it was built in the 1900s. So I was like, it's an old house, whatever, you know, and, and the more I thought about it, I was like, well, we really don't have any pipes in the basement. But whatever, you know, I was like, okay, whatever. So as I'm sitting, as I'm just laying down uh, on my back, I hear um, from my brother's room, my little one, um, the one that just left, his bed is springy. So you hear somebody um, like as if somebody was, if, if somebody want to sit down or get up, you hear the spring like making noise. So... I heard somebody lifting, getting, getting up from his bed. Like I heard that, like the whole creak and everything. And when I heard it loud and clear, I stood up. Um, like I got, I, I was sitting up on my bed. And in that second, I, I felt this huge ball of cold, freezing air, just perfect, like slowly hovered from my head all the way down to my chest to my whole my, my whole body the second i felt that ice cold bubble all of my hairs went up i had goosebumps i had chills and the only thing i could think about was fear that's the only emotions i had was fear 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 and i was just feeling ice cold and i'll never forget it was as if i was hearing everything crystal clear in my ears and I heard um two thumbs it went boom boom as if someone just got up from my brother's bed and I hear a boom boom like some heavy boots but it sounded like the hooves of of, of, an, of an animal and I thought I was going crazy but I remember I was just frozen I was ice cold and I was just thinking like wow like I wasn't thinking that was the thing I was just it was just straight fear as if all my fear was getting was whatever it was I felt like it was eating off my fear and in that instant I heard my dog in the couch that was sleeping I heard him growling and mind you I've never heard him growl before and he started growling it went like it was a low growl and it started escalating louder and louder the more I heard the footsteps come from, coming out from my brother's room and into the kitchen. Now, when you enter the kitchen, if you pass up the stove, the stove rattles. And guess what? The stove was rattling. And, and, and I just remember, I can't even explain to you guys, but when I'm telling you it was ice cold and I was feeling like it was just crazy. And I was just so scared. And I heard my dog he's a little dog too he jumped out of the couch and he ran straight in front of my door he started guarding it he started barking and growling and whatever it was was coming head on to him and I, you just heard from my dog um like the jewel coming out he was just angry he was protecting my my door he was protecting me and i had no idea i thought it was an intruder but i knew it was more than that 
and um and whatever it was stopped right in front of my dog and I heard it turn around and I heard it stomping back slowly back into my brother's room as my dog started following me from behind and it got to the room and my dog it's silence it was just complete silence and when I heard that silence that bubble of air that fell on me I felt it slowly go back up and my whole body was defrosting and I finally could catch my breath and my thoughts and I eventually got up I had the courage to get up it took me a while I'm not gonna lie and I opened up the door fast, like what they do in movies. And I poked my head out and I was like, oh my God, I have to see my dog. Cause I don't, I'm like thinking he's already dead right now. I'm like, oh my God, like whatever it was, killed my dog. And I like went from my room to the kitchen and I poked my head out, looking down in my brother's room. His door was open halfway. And I saw my dog in the middle of the room, looking up as if someone is standing right in front of him but I couldn't see who it was because the door you know was open halfway I just saw my my dog my dog's um you know body staring up and whatever it was it was behind the door and I remember I yelled at him I said Shaggy and he snapped out of it and he looked at me and I was like come over here and he runs to me he runs to me he starts whimpering and I picked him up and I went straight into the room my brother's room I kicked that door open and there was nothing there. I looked everywhere. The windows were closed, untouched. The bat, that, the, not the bathroom. I, there's no bathroom there. I, I looked under the bed. I looked in the closet. Nothing. No signs of nobody. So after that, we went to the couch. And I sat him on the couch. And he just jumped off. He was just guarding. He just got in front of me and was staring down at the kitchen once I made it to the living room. He was just guarding it, and he just as if he knew something something still was there, and I was scared because um for as long as I could remember, I've always had paranormal things happen to me, but this one kicked off many more stories to come. This was just one out of many um i I do believe in you know the whole paranormal world. I've seen it, I felt it, um, I dream about it. I know when someone's there, I know when someone's not. Um, I don't know, I thought I was going crazy. You know, my whole family thought, wanted me to go to a, I think it's a psychiatric, um, because I don't think you guys understand. Like, I'm just, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a funny guy, I'm a normal guy, however, when it does come to paranormal things, I tend to pick up, you know, stuff, emotions, feelings. Um, uh, there's some that have, I mean, I could go on. I have so many stories. I just don't know if you guys have the time for me. Or maybe one day you guys will give me a call and I will call and um, give you guys more stories. Um, but this story kicked off many, many, many more um paranormal things in his house um i ended up buying a spirit box uh, but you know that's for another story if you guys want to hear it <laughs> um but i do love um the paranormal as well however i i sage you know i do believe that there are good spirits and there are good in the world i've seen it 
you know that's why I know I've seen him in my dreams um, I'm 24 years old now it, it doesn't scare me one thing that I learned now um, dealing with this because it's still ongoing is you I cannot fear you can't fear you can't fear this you have to um, really believe that there you have I mean you know I mean I don't, depends on your religion you know uh, I'm a Catholic but I am very I like Christian even though they're the same you know it's just little tiny slight differences however I I don't fear it at all I get curious I think that's why I'm a curious guy and and I've definitely ran into a lot of paranormal dark stuff but as much as I've seen you know those type of negative stuff I've also seen positive stuff so I don't know what you want to call me I don't know I don't know what I did exactly but since I can remember I've always had and I've always seen and hear or heard um, ghosts <laughs> if that's what you guys want to call it spirits or whatever but um yeah let me know if you guys want to hear more I'll be glad to talk about it um and yeah well the answer is yes we definitely do want to hear more from you so please do share those uh those stories uh kind of individually on calls he's very empathic obviously and probably has the abilities to to sense things he's higher on that scale of empath where he's he's leading a haunted life essentially because of the sensitivity that he has yeah like i am so wrapped up in his story that it's really quiet in my house and the air conditioner kicked on and it scared the <laughs> shit out of me i was like oh my god <laughs> i was so wrapped up in that but that's interesting that it sounds like that's when it all kicked off for him it is i mean it, 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 and it sounds like it's something that will I, I would. The only thing I would say to him, I know he says I'm not scared of this, and, and that's you know that's good, and it can be bad too. Um, I, I think you should. Uh, you can go into this and not be scared, but go into it uh, with respect when you're trying to. And, and it sounds like he is, but you, you have to be cognizant of the doors that you're opening when you're doing things like the spirit box or whatnot. Because while, you know, his luck has been, you know, it hasn't been a horrible demon that's followed him around for years. Um, that's not to say that couldn't start at, at any given point either if he's already that open to this. Uh, but then at the same time, also actively trying to communicate with them through some sort of a, of a device. So I guess just tread lightly, be careful with what you're doing um, and, and understand you know, the powers of the abilities that you have that, you know, how it, it you know, it certainly can attract good and it can attract bad. But um, so far, he's seen kind of, you know, the middle of the road, good and bad. Um, I, I it, it can go into a dark, dark tunnel very quickly. That would be it my thoughts. It sound very pleasant. Like that wasn't <laughs> the spirit of that maternal grandmother we no. all loved so much, you no. know? That was scary. Yeah, there was there was something, and it, and it can get, I think, much, much darker than that. And that's where it's like, caution, you know, just be careful. Um, but I, I would love... Go ahead. Dark. Yeah, that's just scary. Yeah, it is. 
uh, it, it's just a very, you know, that when you got that skill, just be careful. So did you get the picture? I never did get the text, but I got the picture through Facebook. And? And yes, it is creepy. <laughs> is um, it going to haunt your dreams? I'm kind of glad that I saw it. Now that I never got the text and now that I'm thinking, yeah, I really am going to get it 3 a.m. So now I'll be ready for it if it comes through it. You can text me at 3 a.m. back and let me know you got the text. I saw this. Yeah, it's creepy because it's just a picture of three little, three little, three young girls. Like tweens. Yeah, I'd say they look like they're 10, 12-ish. Yeah. Maybe 10-ish. And it's just your average late 90s. It looks like photos because she's about my age from what she told me. You know, and it looks like any photo that any girl at that age would have had on their wall taken on a, you know, like a disposable camera that you'd go and get, you know, developed. And, you know, I remember those. And except her friend in the middle has a look of horror on her face and there's this unexplained hand. But the two other girls seem oblivious to it. And yeah. It's it's odd. It is certainly odd, and you gotta get a creepy vibe out of it. So yeah, thank you for thank you for sharing that. I, uh, I what one of the things I wanted to say is I absolutely love to hear when people are are telling us where they're listening and how they're listening, and it's so interesting to me, and it still blows my mind that I'm sitting here uh, in in Arkansas. You're over there in Wichita. And we have somebody walking through a medieval cemetery in England listening to us in the early morning hours while she's just trying to get a little bit of sanity during the COVID-19 pandemic. It's it's just amazing to me that this is how we can do things now. And nothing to do with COVID, but just the fact, I mean, I, I think the first time it really sunk in of like, holy shit, like people are listening to this all over the world was early on in the show when I, I got a letter from uh, or a, it's a letter or a call. I don't recall, but the message was, um, I'm listening to you. I paint castles, interiors of castles, because in the States, that's not a nobody's painting castles, um, no. maybe big mansions, but not castles. And 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 they were in, in uh, Scotland or Ireland. And they were like, no, I'm literally in a in like a 15 something castle and the owner has hired me to paint. It's what I do. And I'm uh, up on a scaffolding right now. And I'm loving listening to your ghost stories uh, because I'm painting a haunted castle in Ireland. <laughs> just like, this is crazy. amazing. <laughs> I think that's what really kind of had me right then and there going, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Because <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's just so fun and uh, and amazing to hear uh, from you guys out there. Thank you so much for sharing uh, those stories on today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Uh, of course, we always love to hear from you. And if you can support the program, I know times are tough right now, but that is what keeps us on the air. And if you want all those bonus episodes, we try to really make it worth your while. We give you a bonus episode every single week, brand new one, access to our archive of more than 300 plus bonus episodes. You get the advanced episodes of the show. You get our ebook, which is an Amazon bestseller. You get our audiobook, another Audible bestseller, and you get all that when you become an EPP Extra Podcast person. You can sign up over at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Month to month at five bucks a month, or save yourself and get one month free and uh, sign up for an annual membership on either platform now. Yeah, not bad. Check it out. Until next time, for all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.